Hello everybody and welcome to the Beyond Stuff Podcast. Here in the Beyond Stuff Podcast feed, the name is Brian Chever. Thank you so much for joining me here today. A lot is happening. A lot is happening and we are in the last few days of 2021. What a what a I would say what a year, but we're still in a pandemic. A lot of people are refusing to get vaccinated, even though it's been scientifically proven that it's good for them, it's safer for them, but whatever. At this point, I'm good, my family's good, and that's all I care. And my friends are good too, they're very, very smart people indeed. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us today. I don't want to get too political when it comes to the vaccine stuff and everything, What, whatever. It's a good week, as I'm recording today. For me, at least, we are two days away for Spider-Man No Way Home. And good God, the excitement. You can feel it in the air if you are in within the community talking about what could happen in this movie. The secrets that we already know and the things that we do not know that are in store for us in this movie. Uh, luckily enough, my friend nabbed me a ticket for the 40X screening of Spider-Man No Way Home, the last film, and it's actually the first film that I saw in a 40X uh, screen experience, was one of the Fast and the Furious films, the one that uh, Toretto turns against the family. I don't know. I do not know which one it is. Uh, I, whatever. But at least when it, I don't like the Fast and the Furious films, Asses, but at least the experience of the shares moving and all that thing, it was fun. So hopefully when we get into this multiversal mumbo jumbo in this film with Doctor Strange and moving around, hopefully I get to experience that. So I'm thrilled to see this movie in that type of uh, experience, if you, if you can say. I cannot wait to see the movie. I wasn't the biggest fan of Far From Home, especially because we haven't seen, like, Tom Holland's version of Spider-Man just rely on of his own wits, just relying on the Stark technology. And not just that, the, the fact that the shadow of Iron Man loomed large in the Far From Home uh, film. I know it's immediately after Endgame, but despite that... I enjoy the MCU films when, while still acknowledging that we are in a shared universe, uh, we can still see these films as a standalone film. Shang-Chi is a great example of it. I enjoyed Shang-Chi, and I think that was a well-executed Marvel film. I love this type of films. Yeah, it is in the universe. We see, we even see Wong and Abomination uh going at it in the film, but still it is a grounded story and personal to Shang-Chi. I would have want I want to see that with Tom Holland's Spider-Man. We still don't have it. And believe um, knowing the rumors of who might show up in this film and what cameo is gonna appear. I'm scared that we will not get a personal Tom Holland Spider-Man film with this one. But regardless Regardless, I'm a little biased because Doctor Strange in it, is in it, and Doctor Strange is my favorite MCU character. I love, 
absolutely loved the first film. I loved the score by Michael Giacchino, the direction by Scott Derrickson, the 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 whole magic aspect of the MCU with uh, exploring it with Doctor Strange. I loved it, and he's my my MVP in the MCU. So I cannot wait to see that. I cannot wait to hear, especially uh, Doctor Strange's theme again in the in the theater since Michael Giacchino who scored the first uh, Doctor Strange also scores the Spider-Man films. I cannot wait to see the film. I'm very excited. Cannot wait. I'll, I I mentioned to Adrian that hopefully we get to have a spoiler-free review on Friday. Hopefully, fingers crossed. We do not know for sure because we also have another thing that we need to talk about. But I'll mention it briefly. The Sonic 2 trailer. By God, it's the best trailer that has released in the last week. I know there's another one of a A24 film that I haven't checked out yet. And there's this Nicolas Cage uh, meta movie that he has too. But I'm a sucker for, for Sonic. I love the first one. I was impressed with what they did with the first one, given that the uh, video game to film adaptations mostly never work. And I love that we see Knuckles and Tails and the Master Emerald and Jim Carrey embracing the Eggman of Dr. Uh, side of Dr. Robotnik. Uh, we got a lot in our first trailer. Cannot wait to see the film in April, but I'll talk to the, about this further with uh, Adrian during our Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler-free discussion that we hopefully get to record on Friday. I am still working out details with Jamie, uh, trying to find a good day to uh, record our My Hero uh, Academia latest film uh, review, which I enjoyed, uh, spoiler alert. So hopefully I get to figure that one out. And of course, uh, I will be doing a last podcast for of the year just uh, mentioning a few things that I enjoyed of this 2021 this particular year anyways uh, I want to mention as well uh, I won't go uh, to review Encanto without reviewing the last season of Doctor Who first uh, if you don't know I'm the biggest Doctor Who fan I've enjoyed the great stories as well as the sucky ones, uh, except for that one absorbable story with Tennant, which is dreadful. And I, it baffles my mind that my best friend, John, who I was trying to get into Doctor Who uh, when they were airing the Tennant episodes on Disney XD, the one episode he got to watch sadly was the absorbable of uh, several of one and I hated the fact that it was that one that was airing and I and John never got back into Doctor Who because of it because it was, it was so bad it was so bad but we are I'm gonna talk about Flux for a little bit uh, the 13th Doctor played by Jody Whittaker has had pretty much a divisive run within the fandom of Doctor Who uh, certainly the story decisions by Chris Chibnall doing very controversial decisions within the lore of Doctor Who, the canon of Doctor Who, which is broken in so many ways long before the choices of uh, Chris Chibnall, and it will be broken long after he's gone. And uh, it's bold that he chose the Timeless Children's storyline 
to carry throughout uh, Jodie Whittaker's uh, run as the Doctor. And we get a lot of uh, answers in this uh, Flux series, which is a six-episode-long season. And I have to say, I'm a little mixed on this season. Certainly, it is on my lower tier of the Modern Who, uh, uh, Doctor Who storyline. Uh, and it's not because uh, of the timeless children aspect of things and the division thingy. Uh, I honestly like the idea of the Doctor having other lives before the first Doctor. I like that the Doctor has been living for such a long time and, and there's room to explore within those lives. Uh, it, it lends itself to, sell out, to tell a lot of stories. It can also create many uh, aspiring uh Uh, story writers to create different stories within that timeline of the Doctor's life without even touching the actual canon of the show. So uh, I see it as an opportunity and I embrace the story, but the way Flux tries to give us more explanation and more context into this uh, past life of the Doctor and the past she doesn't know It was messy. Uh, a couple of episodes just didn't work for me. Uh, I, I love the Centaurans episode. Uh, I think it was the second one and the one with the Weeping Angels. Those two were really strong uh, stories in Doctor Who. And certainly we see Jodie Whittaker really strengthen herself as the Doctor when it comes to her uh, overall performance as, as this character. We can feel the presence of the Doctor whenever she is in the story, but some of the decisions that this doc, this particular Doctor took in some of the things in the finale wasn't very Doctor of her, to be honest, despite what was happening in the whole Flux storyline. And sadly, unlike the last Peter Capaldi season that may have turn some heads around Capaldi, uh, the overall opinion of Capaldi's Doctor. I don't think Doctor Who Flux is, is going to do the same with Jodie's Doctor. I think this uh, her run will be amongst the most divisive, sadly. I do not see the people that, li uh, that don't like her change her opinion just as much as they did with Peter Capaldi. And it saddens me because this is the first woman to play the Doctor in canon. We've seen other women dabble with uh, with the Doctor in, in spoofs and everything, but this is the first canon one, and it saddens me that we did not get a promisingly great story to really uh, cement this hi history-making decision within the Doctor Who story. And I have to admit it, Chris Chibnall kind of let me down a little bit, really. Uh, he could have done great because he's, he's proven himself in, in other shows like Bro Broadchurch, but here in Doctor Who, he kind of he kind of fell flat. Regardless, we still have three more episodes to, to really judge his run as a whole. So hopefully those are a lot of fun. Um, we will see uh, Jodie Whittaker re regenerate next year. Who might be the fourth thing, Doctor? Who knows for sure? We know that Russell T. Davis is coming back 
to bring in a new era of Doctor Who, like he did when he brought the show back in 2005. So I'm looking forward to that. And a little, it, and it pains me that we will not see Jodie Whittaker continue her run with in, in, within the hands of Russell T. So sadly, the, the series as a whole, to me, is a two out of five. And it pains me to say it, just like it pains me to say that Ghostbusters wasn't that good for me, but at least this one is a lot more hurtful. Regardless, let's go to Encanto, which is, gotta say, a surprising film. And let me tell you, when I went to watch the latest My Hero Academia film with one of my friends, they showed the trailer to Encanto, which I had previously seen on the internet. And I mentioned to my friend, I'm not feeling this film. I'm not feeling excited. And I got scared. Am I getting too old for this kind of movies? I don't want that to happen. I still feel like a kid every time I see Pokemon toys and Pokemon merchandise. But usually Disney anime, item, animated films or Pixar animated films really, uh, they're, they have a soft spot in, in my heart. And I really... Uh, enjoys in the trailers and they get me excited but Encanto didn't do that so I was very hesitant to see the film because I didn't want to be disappointed over a Disney animated film then again uh in the in the last couple of days I I found some space to go to the movies and I really wanted to go to see House of Gucci which hopefully I'll be able to see after No Way Home but really I had two choices in mind And it was really a, uh, an easy decision because it was either the Disney film or the Disney film that features a Predator as one of their main cast members. So I had to go with the animated one. Uh, and I have to say, first, the theater was packed. I think this film has been out for at least two weeks or three weeks. And the theater was packed. This is the first time I go to a movie theater This packed. It was more packed than the Demon Slayer uh, screening that I went to. And there was plen plenty of people in that screening. I think people are starting to be uh, more uh, open to coming back to theaters. So that only means that I hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we get to see big crowds like back on Endgame for uh, Spider-Man No Way Home at least. To me here in Puerto Rico, despite you know the, the social distancing, hopefully we get I get to see to see Spider-Man No Way Home with that experience. Regardless of that, uh, the movie itself, Encanto, uh, with music written by Lin Manuel Miranda, the short film which I cannot remember the name with with the little raccoons. That was a fantastic short film. I loved it, and it fits so well with the kind of story that Encanto tries to tell you at well at least the 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 lesson on the on with within the short film and the and uh, the encanto film are different but it's still within the family aspect of things and, and, and encanto dabbles in this uh lessons of life within families and being different so well and the music was so good i cannot i i, I can't be surprised uh lemon miranda every time he writes music and every time he does something with music it's just great 
and the and the music is catchy and the music is fun and the story within the characters and the characters themselves the colors of the of the world that we see here in uh, which the story takes place in Colombia and god i was so amazed with this movie it it, it really it was really deep for me coming as a as a brother that is not the same as his other brothers being like the outcast of all of them uh this was very personal to me and i and i i teared up a little bit in the in the end of this film it's so heartwarming and and fun and beautiful and i cannot i cannot say anything wrong about it except that maybe i would have loved more of bruno Because I thought the character was fun. He was the weirdest of them all. Especially he, he this character is a, uh, is a, he sees the future or the past. No, no, the future. And I'm a, I'm a sucker for people that see the future. It's kind of timey-wimey, and I'm a sucker for that. But regardless, I think the the voice cast was fantastic. Stephanie Beatriz, I think, is the one that voices uh, Maribel in Encanto, who we all know and love from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Rosa Diaz. She's a fantastic, uh, wonderful actress in that show, which I love and miss. So uh, hearing her voice within this film and seeing that she has a, gravita a gravitas when it comes to playing soft and sweet characters and then a tough woman like uh, Rosa Diaz is It's quite a parallel. So uh, every time I heard her, I I cannot stop hearing Rosa Diaz, and I just wanted to see like that side of the mean, of I mean side of Maribel, just to like have that mirror with uh, with Rosa, who I love in Brooklyn Nine Nine. But regardless, uh, I think Encanto is another hit for Disney. Encanto is fun and is certainly. It's hitting some somehow with families and kids because people just keep watching this film. Again, the the screening that I went to, which is uh, in the metropolitan area, it was early in the morning, which mostly nobody goes to early screenings. I go. I like to go because I like. Uh, I like sometimes when it comes to uh, non-event films. I like to be on an empty theater, and. I picked the earliest screening, and despite that, the the theater was packed. So it surprised me a lot that uh, that that many people went to watch Encanto that day. So I was very happy that this movie is doing well. And to me, this one, this Encanto film, is a four out of five. Clearly, I haven't seen much movies uh, throughout this year. Hopefully, I start catching up with a lot of them that have been released. Over the year, I've been way too busy watching anime, so that's kind of my thing now. But regardless, I I will try to watch as many more movies as possible so I can talk about them in the last episode of the year. So yeah, Encanto, 4 out of 5, great film. Anyways, thank you so much for joining me on this new episode of the Beyond Stop Podcast. I'll be changing the artwork of this uh, podcast feed as well as the podcast brand in general. I redesigned a new logo that I particularly love. So you'll be seeing some changes within the coming year. 
And as the new year comes, hopefully we get new uh, uh, episodes of this podcast. Feed. Hopefully more frequently because I'm a little lazy when it comes to that. And hopefully talking more more than just movies, more than just uh, this whole thing we we call pop culture. So I want this is the year to explore this upcoming year. So hopefully this is not the end of this podcast. And on Friday, hopefully recording the No Way Home review. So stick around for that. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you if you like to uh, subscribe to the Beyond uh, Beyond Stop podcast feed here on Spotify or in anywhere that you're listening to, actually, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. I don't know what's going to happen with it, but I'm working on it. And follow us on all social medias at Beyond Stop PR. Thank you so much, and I'll be here hearing you guys soon.